0: Ten commandments, are they ten don'ts, or are they ten promises of something more spectacular? Find out on this episode of Inverse.
1: Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse. Inverse
0: guys are on inverse my name is justin kim and in the studio i got my friends we're in this book of deuteronomy we've already done episodes one and two and if you can go to inverse bible.org you can download the bible study guide you can also go to hope slash inverse and look at the past episodes and you want to be with us because we're looking at these themes that really go throughout the book of deuteronomy and boy is this book a Doozy. <laughs> uh, it's there's a lot going on here. And uh, hey hey Sebastian, what's going on? Hey. hey. <laughs> Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, Thanks. And, uh, and as, as you see, this, this book is uh, there's, there's a wilderness experience. Uh, people zone in and out. <laughs> and, uh, there's a lot going on. So we're going to go to um, uh, Deuteronomy 5. Mm-hmm. Deuteronomy 5. And as I mentioned in the opener, we're going to look at the Ten Commandments and uh, our sister Callie was saying like, hey, I do. I wonder which one <laughs> it is. Uh, is. Is it? Which one is it? Is it? You're okay. okay. yeah. And um are they ten, ten don'ts. And too often don't we get this? Yes, Absolutely. you guys. Oh, yeah. These are ten do not mm-hmm. laws. Yes. Yeah. Thou shalt not. Oh, Thou yeah. shalt not. Thou shalt not. And there's so there's a there's a problem with that, and we're going to talk about that. So <laughs> Kelly, pray for us, and we'll jump into this discussion today.
2: All right, let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for the gift of your word, and the gift of this time, and the gift of your commandments, and the gift of your Holy Spirit. I pray that you'd guide us, um, open our eyes, that we may behold wondrous things from your law. May we see your heart, and we trust that you will help us to be mm-hmm. our experience because we ask in jesus name
0: amen 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 and so, go to deuteronomy chapter five and we're going to look at uh, the first five verses there we won't actually get into ten commandments you guys can read that or you can look at your local government building and see if it's there or not uh, <laughs> true, that's, the, right? that's, that's what's in the news these days about the commandments they think it's a more of an imposition of religion on government or not we're not going to talk about that <laughs> at, what is the moral code found in, in deuteronomy so Yes. Uh, Not Moses, uh, Sebastian, (laughs) can you read verse (laughs)
3: 1?
2: That that talks Moses. (laughs)
3: Sebastian, just read. (laughs) just a verse 1 that says Moses there. (laughs) Okay, Deuteronomy 5. And Moses called all Israel and said to them, Hear, O Israel, the statutes and judgments which I speak in your hearing today, that you may learn them and be careful to observe them. The Lord our God made a covenant with us in Horeb, The Lord did not make this covenant with our fathers, but with us, those who are here today, all of us who are alive. The Lord talked with you face to face on the mountain from the midst of the fire. And I stood between the Lord and you at that time to declare to you the word of the Lord, for you were afraid because of the fire and you did not go up the mountain. And he said, and
0: then you see the Ten Commandments there from verse 6 onwards. So, Jonathan, uh, there there were four chapters before, mm-hmm. and can you kind of maybe recap a little bit on that for those of you guys who are with us for episodes 1 and 2? You can go and see it. But also, what, do, why why does God do that, and why now into Ten Commandments is mm-hmm. kind of the question mm-hmm. I'm getting at.
4: Yeah, so, I mean, we've been starting out with the book of Deuteronomy and seeing this is, uh, you know, Moses' last sermons to the people of Israel, mm-hmm. uh, kind of his last appeal to them uh, before they enter the Promised Land. Mm-hmm. And so, he starts out by, you know, just kind of laying out the history of what has happened over these 40 years in the wilderness and in, in relation to, you know, them between God and how, just some, some of the, you know, more mundane things like how did they organize themselves with elders and leaders and so on. But then he also goes into some, right away really, into some deep subjects of, of, you know, your relationship with God. You've broken it, but God has grace on you. He's willing to work with you as you have seen over all these years. So he points back, says remember, remember, remember what has happened. And then he also goes into the topic of idolatry and says, you know, there are things that you can make an idol. And, you know, on our on our discussion here, we, we saw that it's not just statues. It's really uh, what we choose to go to instead of going to God. And it can be anything. It can even be good things mm-hmm. and we're, where our affections lie and so on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now we, in Deuteronomy chapter 5, in the, in the course of, of, of the book, um, Moses now, of course, recalls the time at Mount Sinai where God established the covenant, where they were given the Ten you know, Commandments. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's an important reminder, because this is really laying the foundation of, um, you know, relationship with God and relationship with others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, really, this is what we see here. You know, we see in verse 2, it says, The Lord of God made a covenant with us in Horeb. And what's interesting is that Moses really um, is bringing this new generation of Israelites, because these forty years have gone by. A lot of them have died. Uh, he's saying, you know, you were all there. Even though some of them were not there, he is pointing to to the importance of remembering uh, that this rela- this covenant was not just established with their parents, mm-hmm. but with them and everyone who calls themselves a Israelite. Mm-hmm. 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 You know,
3: Justin, it's really interesting to note, right, build, building off of Jonathan's insights there that they're never called commandments right it's just like this is what he said right these are his words this is the words of mm-hmm. the covenant
0: yeah I mean the actual Hebrew says ten words right, right. Yeah. in English yeah. we do kind of make the ten command but right and, and, yeah. and it's
3: interesting because, because even even um, taking that concept right changes the spirit behind yeah. how you view them yes. right and God puts him in this sort of transcendent you know condescending communication like yes you will do this you will do yeah. this and this is the covenant is me commanding and you submitting and acquiescing yes um, and so, I think that understanding this in the context of a covenant builds off of our mm-hmm. episode one about the relationship emphasis. Mm-hmm. These are the 10 words that God is saying to you, um, and this is what's going to be the terms of our relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not so much you command because you don't command a person you love, right, in that same sense, right? When your son is young, you may guide and, you know, try to demand obedience, but as you progress in that relationship, that's not... The, the nature of the relationship you always want with your son.
0: Uh, these opening chapters of Deuteronomy really reflect for me presuppositions. Uh, these are what sunglasses, what color glasses do I put on as I read this text, or read this story? There's a lot of people who re- who put on these glasses and and it's like ah oh, God, oh God, and then he put on <laughs> these glasses and then they read this text oh, like ah God. oh, God's complaining again, and he's got a power trip, and then we mess up again, and there he is, and then and, they, and then this this relationship is getting horrible. He's whining. Mm-hmm. He's remembering every single time that I didn't take out the garbage, every right. single time that right. I didn't pick up the kids from school, every single time. <laughs> I mean, all these this And then at the apex of that, like, and now these ten rules, this is like his final, like, this is the final, you know, <laughs> ten, if you don't buy by this, then you're kaput. Right. That's one set of glasses that many people mm-hmm. unfortunately have. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then there's the other set of glasses what you put on, and it says, God does record all those times. You messed up here. You messed up here. You messed up here. You messed up here. And this is why... Mm. You need a covenant Mm. where now I'm going to do, I'm going to give you 10 words or Mm -hmm. 10 promises, Mm -hmm. right? And you're going to be able to do all these 10 things, and I'm going to flow through you. I'm going to give you a new heart. I'm going to do everything for you. All you have to do is to stay in the covenant with me and be part of a relationship, and now let's coast from here, right? These are the two experiences that weirdly people have when reading the text. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's often, sometimes, sometimes we need to go to an eye doctor and just get a new pair of sunglasses. Yeah, That's <laughs> I all mean, it is. Uh, and those sunglasses <laughs> often get uh, clarified by other parts you know, of being the body. Just it, it
3: reminds me of this concept that people say there's a difference between, I'll explain to my kids, the difference between being blind and legally blind. Mm. And this whole idea—they're like legally blind. Like either you're blind or you're not blind. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, you can be legally blind, right, according to the law. And I feel like, in in some sense, people read the Ten Commandments legally blind, right? For them, they're blinded by the legality of what it is. Like, oh, this is the Ten Commandments. This is the law. And this is blinding me from seeing that this is the the values that exist in the person who is calling me. As we've seen in the previous chapters to love me with his heart Mm. who's saying i'm giving you these things for your good always Mm. and you can see this right in any relationship that you know each of us could tell about a time where we talked to a person we really cared about and Mm. we gave counsel and advice to protect them Mm. which is why we were asking or suggesting what we were suggesting Mm. not because we're trying to control but because we're trying to protect mm-hmm. what we have. Mm-hmm. Sure.
4: just add to that, you know, legal line. I like that illustration. Uh, it, just a little tip for Bible reading, especially in the Old Testament, is that God and, and the, the authors of the Bible, they sometimes don't just say, you know, straight up exactly uh, how things are. They tell stories. Mm. And through stories, sometimes things are communicated between the lines that are not written and spelled out directly. It's like the Hebrew way of thinking. Mm. And, you know, the next verse in verse 6, if you can look at that real quick, Chapter 5 of Deuteronomy, verse 6. Yeah, this is six. part of the Ten Words, okay, the Ten Commandments. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. These ten promises begin with the fact that God did a merciful and gracious act of salvation. Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that we find in Exodus chapter 20 as well. So, mm-hmm. so we see a beautiful picture here that the foundation of it all is love. The foundation of it all is grace. The foundation of it all is that God took the initiative to take those who are in slavery, you know, in slavery, physical the Israelites, but us in slavery of sin, all of us, mm-hmm. and says, I'm here to save you. I saved you. Like, I did this for you. And because of what I'm offering, I'm revealing to you my character here through that experience. You know, yeah. I'm showing you a better life. This is what the better life can look like for you. Mm. So, mm. so God is inviting them. He's not forcing them. No one had to go out of Egypt. They could have stayed. Mm-hmm. They had a choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but God is inviting them through the beautiful revelation of his character, saying, I, "I'm freeing you from that." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's how we need to read these stories and understand that God's character is a character of of mercy and grace and love. And when He tells us some of these things that we have done wrong, as you said earlier, there's a purpose for it. The purpose is for us to understand that we have a great need for Him, to Mm. remind us. It's like He's just constantly trying to remind us, I love you, I care, I'm going to help you. Please come, please Mm -hmm. come. Mm -hmm. You you don't want to just do this on your own. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen. Uh,
2: Just to kind of give an example of, you talked about these two ways of approaching the Ten Commandments, the Ten Words, and it's, it's interesting how much just the tone of something can change. Mm-hmm. And so, kind of the first example, or the first uh, sunglasses option that you mentioned, is reading the Ten Commandments in a very commandment-centric way, a very judgment-heavy way of, I'm the Lord, you're not going to do this, you're not allowed to do this, you're not allowed to do this, also you're not allowed to do this, and just keeps going. There's a difference between that and, I'm the Lord your God who did all this for you, and when you enter into a covenant, let me tell you what it's going to look like. Mm, mm -hmm. So you, you won't have carved images. Um, You're going to observe the Sabbath day. You're going to, you're going to honor your parents. You're not going to take away lives. You're not going to covet. And the tone is filled with promise and with hope. And like, look at the life that Mm -hmm. you'll be able to enjoy when you're in covenant with me Mm -hmm. versus obey me and do what I say. Mm -hmm. And just even that tone and just the changing of the sunglasses, as you said. Mm -hmm. It changes it from just a very judgment, me centric, me pulling myself up with my bootstraps mentality to, man, God really wants to give me a wonderful life here on earth in covenant and in relationship Mm with Him.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm. It's almost as if for us to appreciate all these blessings that God has, Mm -hmm. we really need to embrace how we are unable to do this Mm -hmm. by ourselves. 100%. Mm -hmm. Right? We have to know how miserable of a condition we are, sinful we are yeah. and he expresses that through chapter one through five saying hey you messed up you messed up you did you messed up you messed up you messed up you i'm with you the whole, but you keep on messing up hello hello and the and,
2: solution then, isn't try again yes exactly
0: <laughs> and then our human nature says you just got to buck up and try harder next time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. stay with us we're gonna take a break right now but when we come back we're gonna look at what promises, the fulfillment of these 10 promises, what does it look like in reality in a Christian's life? So say with us. This is Inverse. I'm Justin Kim.
1: Has Inverse been a blessing to you? Do you have questions, comments, or feedback you'd like to leave us? Find us on social media by searching Inverse Bible on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. While there, join us, like us, heart us, thumbs up us. Our handle again is Inverse Bible, no spaces. Now, back to the discussion.
0: Welcome back. We're in Deuteronomy chapter 5. We're looking at the Ten Commandments, and we've established that the Ten Commandments are not necessarily Ten Commandments, but they are Ten <laughs> Promises. Mm-hmm. And as Kelly shared with us, let's tease out a little bit more. Um, what does it look like, these Ten Commandments, living like this? It's not that you will not commit adultery, but hey, what? your 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 marriage will be such that there will be no adultery. Right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's a it's, it's, uh, same exact Like, words, look how great this is. Different, different angle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. And something actually we talked about recently um, and that we'll see as we go throughout, but these are kind of a table of contents, mm. if you will, mm. for the rest of the book of Deuteronomy. Mm-hmm. And that can be kind of weird to see because it doesn't literally say this is the table of contents for what is to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can see <laughs> how each commandment well, is... sometimes it,
0: you do wish like The Bible would do that. Oh, honestly, yeah.
2: we do, yeah. But as Jonathan said, the Hebrew mindset it is, Hebrew. Yeah, yeah, is yes. not our mindset. Yes. <laughs> Which is, yeah, it's confusing sometimes. Yeah, it's a good thing, but it confuses sometimes. And so what I mean by table of contents is each of these commandments mm-hmm. are repeated in a sense and then expanded upon. So in the Ten Commandments, it just says, you know, no carved images. Mm-hmm. And, but then there's sections where it talks about what that actually looks like in the day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. And that's where we get these lists of rules of like, you won't do this, you won't do that, you won't do this. And it's an expansion. And even it really helps us better understand the principle behind it. Because mm-hmm. we might understand the commandment of like, oh, just don't do that one thing. If I don't do that one thing, then I'm not breaking the commandment. Mm-hmm. But just just as love comes from the heart, so does lack of love, and so does disobedience. Mm-hmm. And so it's the principle and the motivation that springs up in our hearts that mm-hmm. either keeps or breaks the commandment. Mm-hmm. And so I just we'll kind of see that as we go. into yeah. oh, that's awesome. awesome.
0: You know. I actually want to say that although this is a Hebrew book, mm-hmm. Deuteronomy almost kind of has a Greek element to it. Just mm. just, uh, just play play the advocate advocate <laughs> um, <laughs> the advocate. The, the advocate. So Deuteronomy, the word Deuteronomy means the second law, right? This isn't the second addendum to the law, but the second time the law is mentioned, mm-hmm. right? And it's a way that in Genesis through uh, through Numbers you have all these wonderful stories, the Hebrew stories mm-hmm. and, and narrative, but there's all these laws sprinkled in in these narratives. And what Deuteronomy does, it takes each of these laws out and recodifies it and reorganizes it in the table of ten, the table of contents according mm-hmm. to which of the ten words it is Mm -hmm. so it's very amazing like you know thou shalt not kill so all the laws regarding war and murder accidental murder they're all in that that murder section Mm -hmm. pretty pretty Mm -hmm. self-explanatory that makes sense but then you have like the unclean and clean um, uh, dietary laws. Mm-hmm. I mean, where do you put those? It, there's no Ten Commandments, thou shalt not eat pig. Right. right. <laughs> but they're actually in the section where you don't take the, the Lord's name in vain. Mm-hmm. 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 So very, very interesting. And then a yeah. the very interesting thing is there's other other, other stuff like um, you shall not wear cotton and wool, a, wool, or, a something. wool or something, oh, and one you one should not mix something. them together. But that's in the adultery section. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so just just like, just like i'm just giving you uh, examples yeah, yeah. On, you're and and so when you're reading through this and you don't know the table of content you're, you're just like, like this is what weird is going <laughs> <on>? yeah yeah <laughs> it's random True. but then you and but when you see the table of content you see the sections it allows for deeper 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 insight
2: what's yeah. the principle what's
0: here? the principle yeah. here yeah and so uh, there's there, there's the wool and the cotton should be mixed it isn't some you know and i, do, I don't know what the the ram I, mean, I know there was a uh, application applicative uh for uh, Component to that law back then, yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's mixing going on that should not be mixed. It right. should be pure. But there's mixing going, and so that motif is now within adultery, yeah. where hey, husband and wife is pure, and you shouldn't have some extra dude or extra lady out there <laughs> mixing in with with the purity. No right? cotton, no cotton. <laughs> it's, it's <just> exactly, exactly. <laughs> so just because, kind of like, man, that's and, and so it just gives you a little bit more more insight. Yeah, right? a lot more clarity. Dietary laws uh, in, in terms of not keeping God's name in vain. How does that work? Yeah. Right. Seeing those connections Mm -hmm. just really vivifies. Uh, all of the laws and then you go back to the narratives
4: of Genesis through Numbers and we're like,
0: whoa! Mm-hmm. It's, it's, totally a, it's a cool... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it,
4: it kind of goes uh, along with the instruction that we find in Deuteronomy as well, talking about the, f- the, the parents telling the children constantly about these things and God provides all the stories, the mm-hmm. illustrations, it's the like,
2: principles. I got your curriculum. He's like, here's a <laughs> curriculum,
4: <laughs> the yes. Word of God. Yes. And because yeah. you can talk about your clothes and tell them about, you know, not committing adultery. <laughs> yes. it, it really, it really... <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's true. Yes, that's
0: that's uh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, yeah. And
4: another aspect as well. So I think God is very okay. much knows how the human mind works mm-hmm. and what we remember. We don't really good with remembering lists. We do good with remembering stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And That's and true. so God, uh, this is a beautiful thing. When you look at the how the Word of God was written, and not just the book of Deuteronomy, but throughout the Bible, God put this together in a way that is best for humans to comprehend and mm-hmm. get, even though we might sometimes think, like, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. But actually, God has a purpose for this all. And, so, I, and I
3: would even argue, right, building off your point, Jonathan, that... It, We've all been in a a situation where, and this has often happened sometimes between Justin and I, is like, you know, Justin's saying (laughs) something, but it's not what I'm hearing, right? And it's not because Justin's being confusing, but it's because I'm filtering what Justin is saying Mm. through my own thoughts and experiences, right, about what he's saying. Mm -hmm. So if I've had a negative experience with leadership or commanding or rules, then when you say you shall not, I'm interpreting your words through my own lens. Already on. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so... There's a lot of times where I'll have conversations with Justin. He'll oh, no. tease me about oh, no. the fact, oh, no. and he'll be like, "Wait, but that's obvious, right?" And he loves to tell the the red spice you know, <laughs> the red spice story, where it's like we're eating at some Mediterranean restaurant. He's like, oh, "I wonder what this this is." And mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh, it's a red spice, right?" He's
0: introducing this awesome awesome restaurant, and he's saying like, "This is a favorite restaurant. He goes <laughs> here all the time. Yeah. He knows everything about it." I'm this is my first time here. I don't know what it is. Hey, there's a red spice. Hey, Sebastian, what's this spice? And he responds? It's a red spice. <laughs> but he's saying it without any hint of sarcasm, and he's, 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 he's informing, me, he's educating me, oh, that is
3: a red spice. Yeah. I'm like, that is the
0: most obvious thing that I've ever heard. Thank <laughs> you for that. So I'm like, let me he's be list.
3: descriptive. Okay. I have no idea more than the red color of the spice. So, yes. and, and, and it's one of those things where you're, we take the Ten Commandments and we're filtering God's words mm. Through our own experience, Mm -hmm. right? Our own perceptions. And this is where, you Mm -hmm. know, family life shapes the way I see the Ten Commandments. Mm -hmm. Parental leadership, um, church leadership, Mm -hmm. community leadership, right? Shapes the way I view the Ten Commandments. And this is where you, you know, we're eventually going to get to this in the next chapter of, like, teaching your children when you walk by the way and et cetera, et cetera, is that we have to first recognize our assumptions Mm -hmm. and our experiences that are Influencing the glasses, mm-hmm. but, but, so that-
0: guys, but guys, I mean, I'm mean, there's people who say like, "But that's all I got." Like, how are you going to tell me that my experiences are? And I, I don't think that's what you're saying, right? Yeah. But are you discounting my experiences? That's all I have to bring to the table. And if those sunglasses are wrong or faulty or mm-hmm. the 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 prescription is is off, what what do I do? Mm. Kelly.
2: I think the biggest thing to remember is we're not even saying we don't have sunglasses. Mm. Like literally every single human being yes. has an experience that, or many experiences, that make it hard mm. to see God as He really is because He's so contrary to human nature, mm-hmm. yep. um, sinful human nature. And so, all of us aren't expected, like anything we're talking about, to fix their own sunglasses or take them off themselves. Mm. It's more of coming to God and saying, Lord... Maybe I see it, maybe I don't, but I know that I don't see things perfectly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know that I'm informed by my life, by the good, by the bad, by the Mm in-between, and I need you to help me to see things the way you want me to see them. Mm -hmm. And that humility of coming before the Lord and saying, open my eyes Mm -hmm. that I might behold wondrous things from the law. Mm -hmm. And so that is a requirement for people and mm-hmm. on this table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes, and for everyone listening, because absolutely. we all have sunglasses. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes,
4: yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I really appreciate about about the way the the ten words are and the say promises right. are given <laughs>
2: <laughs> are
4: given is the fact that God is not calling us to say, you know, I come and I will promise you God I will do all these things. Right. God is actually calling us to say, Come, trust in me and my ability to fulfill my promises to you. Yeah,
2: I'm going to do all that. So like,
4: you don't come with your promises, you trust in His promises. Mm -hmm. And so uh, these 10 words, these 10 promises are, yes, they are, um, you know, moral imperatives, but they are also, promises that God will fulfill in your life. Mm -hmm. When you get into that covenant, verse uh, 2, when you uh, recognize that he saved you, verse 6, these are the things that will happen in your life.
3: And consider how most people enter, some people enter relationships, right? We call them like gold diggers, right? And they're just like, I'm just entering in for the benefits. Mm. But it's like, if you want the relationship with ultimate benefits, Mm -hmm. this is the person to come to, right? ultimately the ten words are letting you know here are the benefits right this is where your character is going to be your marriage is going to be happy your parents you're going to live long Mm. in the land you're going to be able Mm -hmm. to enjoy prosperity for a longer period of time no murder there's no (laughs) sadness no gossiping right which was Mm. in the the murder section Mm -hmm. right of the laws so you're just thinking like wow like These are the benefits that come with this. So, you know, why would you not sign up? But for some reason, it also reveals that we in the world devalue character. Mm -hmm. We devalue these things that ultimately make for our happiness, right? How many wealthy families are torn apart by violations of the 10 words? And it's yeah. just like, oh, you got so much money, you're you're famous, but your family is broken, mm-hmm. right? Your marriage is divorce after divorce after divorce, adultery, intrigue, idolatrous practices, et cetera, et cetera.
0: As I find the basis of of these promises in, in the fourth commandment, mm-hmm. uh, you see in verse 12, yeah. Observe the Sabbath day to keep it holy as the Lord God commanded Mm -hmm. you. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work. You, your son, daughter, male servant, female servant, Mm -hmm. ox, donkey, all your cattle, uh, stranger who is within your gates, your male servant, your male servant, they will rest with you. And remember... And then in mm. Exodus 20, it uses creation yes. as the basis, but yeah. here in Deuteronomy 5, it uses redemption mm-hmm. as the basis. I brought you out. So yep. These k- two great, enormous events of history, mm-hmm. creation of God says, let there be like, <laughs> light. Yes. <laughs> and then God's, God comes in and then, you know, go away Egyptians. <laughs> so it's these
2: out.
0: two like <laughs> events <laughs> yeah. are these, these left and right foundations for mm-hmm. like, will you please believe in me? That <laughs> if i can do you can also do inside here too yeah
3: yes. i'm never going to think about I this, that, to make that, sound, that sound, sound when i have my devotions in the morning. i just want to yeah. hear that the sound the question
0: is what is that <laughs> what is that <laughs> mm-hmm. what is that
3: it's mm-hmm. conversion that is conversion.
0: That's right and that's where it's right. transformation it's change yeah. and, and, it's he, only and he
4: already told us in was it chapter 4 uh, that you know he says if you give me your heart yes yes mm-hmm. with all you your heart yep this will take place. So, we see righteousness by faith in the Deuteronomy, in the five books of Moses, in the Old Testament like here, law. clearly <laughs> laid out. In con- right. It's a beautiful, complete picture in, co- in connection with God's words, ten yes. words and promises. We see that the God of the New Testament that everyone loves <laughs> is also the God of the Old yes. Testament. Amen. Amen. We enter into the text in, in the
0: verse with our experiences, but experiences can change. Our experiences are transformed our heart is transformed, our eye is transformed, and we continue to interpret Scripture. Scripture interprets us, and we reinterpret Scripture and becomes this back and ebb and flow with the Bible. That's my prayer. Hopefully, that's your prayer out there as we continue our journey in the book of Deuteronomy. If you want to go to inverse. uh, inversebible.org and download our Bible study guide, we'll see you next week as we continue this wilderness experience and now flushing out the Ten Commandments found in these laws and how it impacts our heart relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. See ya. God bless.